interesting. <laughs> because we haven't discussed it at all, so I don't know what you think, but I have I have thoughts. Hello, and welcome to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. And we just watched episode 38 called <laughs> The Case of the Costume Incident. Um, and what an incident it was. <laughs> but before we go there... <laughs> just when you thought things couldn't get worse. Things can get spicier. It gets five times crazier. So the episode opens with this scene of the girls in the girls' room talking almost exclusively about Kai's money issues. Yeah. Like it's a lot of, the word freeloader gets thrown around a lot. Um, we find out how bothered Hana truly was by the fact that he didn't pay for anything um, and that he even accepted Boss's gift of the trip. Even Yume's like, has he no pride? Yeah. Don't, this is the line, don't think about resting your bones in our bathwater after paying only 200 yen. <laughs> the 200 yen thing does come up a few times this episode. <laughs> um, but yo, like, the money thing is, I just can't, I remember what it was like to be a broke dude. Mm -hmm. And it, I am just find myself empathizing with him so much because it's like, I don't think that it can just be explained by him being selfish or or ungrateful like I, I are not working hard enough yeah it's i really do believe that it's like if he could pay for these things he would pay for these things but we find out this episode that he has near zero in his bank account and i it, i guess it frustrates me to see people like vivi uh say things like he's not generous financially so he's not generous emotionally or maybe it was the other way around but it's just like this this direct line that she and really all of them are drawing between him being able to spend money and his worth as a person. I, I know it's more complicated than that, but it, I just put myself in his shoes and imagine being as broke as he apparently is. And it it just, it sucks because I don't think anyone would choose this, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't know if there's like a bigger reason why he's broke. Like you never know what he needs to spend money on. Mm -hmm. And he does admit that he works the bare minimum amount of part-time so he can come home and, I guess, stretch? Yeah, but his defense wasn't that strong. It was not. But it's also, like, none of their business whether or not he chooses to have money, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would think so, although Vivi says something interesting. So later on in the episode, like, soon after this, Vivi says to Kai, do you have a minute to chat? And I was like, oh, no, I know where this is going. Like, we should have a larger conversation at some point about Vivi's addiction to lecturing people because it's an epidemic at this point yeah. it's it's no longer just little incidents about kai's stand-up it's like she decides she's gonna scold him over the money thing and she decides to chime in at the big fight at the end of the episode yeah like no one ever rags on her for thinking she's better than everybody yeah somebody should if we need another a second more powerful vivi to lecture vivi about being <laughs> vivi um but she says she, she she says something to kai that stood out to me about how he never pitches in money for things in the house. And that's interesting to me because I totally assumed that all their groceries were paid for. Oh, really? Totally. I mean, if they're being paid to be on this show, like we like we assume, I, it just seems... I didn't realize that they would go to the grocery store and spend their own money. I guess we've seen it before. Yeah, I think the only thing that they get paid for or that they... What is it? What is the word? I think... Yeah, like, is for the birthday party expenses because hmm. they're like obligated to ha throw like birthday parties every time there's a birthday huh 
But other than that, it's just rent and car, I think. Rent and car? Yeah. So they don't get straight up paid out? I don't think they get paid or like they get their meals like expensed or anything. So one thing that I totally, that totally slipped past me, I think, because you and I were both frantically taking notes, is right before Vivi confronts him about the money thing, he's writing... What, stand up? No, it's... Thank you. He's writing... Thank you for the food. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the spirit. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the clothes. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for listening to me. When I can listen to the ideas. He's probably just riffing, dude. He's writing... Is it poetry? Maybe. What is he doing? We never find out. Is it, he trying to be a cult leader? Is it a is it a note for Hannah? Is it a note for boss? Is it for paying for everything? We don't really know. I think that he needs therapy. For sure. And and I mean, I think that he might have mistaken stand-up comedy for therapy. That's what I was wrote down in my really? notes. Yeah. It really seems like he just goes up there and forgets to tell jokes or do punchlines. See? It's, yeah, wow, you did write word for word. I think Kai needs therapy, not stand-up. I think Kai thinks stand-up is therapy. That's what you wrote. Yeah. I, it's I, it's a thought I had, too, of, like, he seems, it seems like what this guy needs is a, an outlet to dump his thoughts into, and it doesn't seem like he, I'm trying to put this nicely because I know you love him, I don't think he has a natural <laughs> gift for joke writing. At yeah, no, I think it's very clear at this point that stand-up is not right for him. Yeah, it's so tricky because I never want to... Career-wise. I never want to dissuade anyone from following their dreams. But, like, what was up with his stand-up scene this episode? It is... It might be the worst bombing I've ever seen of a comedian. And I've been to, like, local Los Angeles open mics. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything that even resembled what we saw here. Where he's like, it's it checks every box of how bad a stand-up set can go, I feel like. Where he's stumbling through his premises. He's like, you know, I don't think they should call it a strawberry... Fuck. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> shit. I don't think they should call it a premium strawberry milkshake. I think they should call it a red milkshake. <laughs> because... And then he just never finishes the thought. It's... It's... I actually, part of me was wondering, like, is he having a panic attack right now? He might have been. Because that would explain what was... Because he's back in the sight of his worst bombing ever, which he's made clear is a traumatic experience for him. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems so feasible to me that what we're watching in that meltdown is not just a bad stand-up set. It's like... Imagine you're him and you're caught in the cycle of, God, last time I was here I had a bad set. Oh my God, I'm on stage right now and I'm thinking this instead of talking. Oh my God, this set's going bad. Oh man, am I bombing right now? Is this worse than the last time I bombed? And then like, yeah, it's probably really hard to get out of that whirlpool once you're in it. And that's why he wasn't, even though if the crowd was clearly like rooting for him to pull it together and get through the set, it mm-hmm. just seemed like there was no coming back, which to me, I, I'm, I am armchair diagnosing is like the, the PTSD of his previous bombing in this set was too much, which is a bummer because when he said he was going back, to the same place he bombed, I was proud of him. And the MC was like super stoking it up and mm-hmm. like, I thought it was going to be a good one. Yeah, well, I was really ready to go into this episode and be like, wow, Kai was really, actually pretty good this time. Like I wanted that to happen. Yeah. And were you also like, when he said he was going back to the scene of his first bombing, weren't you sort of, did you also feel like, wow, good for him? Yeah, like he was trying to redeem himself. Yeah, it, it felt really noble. It was his version of, of the broccoli pasta, I thought. Yeah. Um, I'm sad it didn't work out. 
I he's just going through some shit, and mm. this house is making it worse. I I honestly thought that the the cliffhanger of this episode was going to be Kai saying I'm leaving the house because of how bad things get. That would that would make me so sad though if he kind of doesn't wrap things up differently before leaving. Yeah, because I we we you, you want that Ruka level closure where right they they. They leave in a place where you have hope for them. He's a different case than Ruka, though. For sure. Oh, in so many ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just this the scene where Vivi confronts him. Not even was Vivi's, not necessary. Totally unnecessary. She, I mean, you 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 called her while we were watching. You're like, wow, she's a snitch because <laughs> she kind of needlessly lists off every complaint that Yume and Hana had about the Kyoto trip about Kai, like. Oh yeah, they asked you for 500 yen for the photo booth, but you only paid 200. And it's like, she is explicitly letting him know, yo, we talk shit about you up there and yeah. here's all the shit we talk. Like, I actually think he took it. She said shit like, people are wondering whether you have any pride. Yeah. I thought he took it surprisingly well. He took it very well. Because he he said things like, you know, I, I totally understand it. I'll try to contribute more in the future. It's just... He, a lot of people would feel really attacked, rightfully so, in that conversation. And I'm sure he feels attacked. Yeah, but he... Actually, twice this episode, there's moments where he could have gotten defensive and didn't. And He's it, not an argumentative person. No, no. Nor does he have the confidence to stand up for himself. I'm kinda, I am kind of I kind of think that when he says, like, I don't, I don't have pride, what's the point of pride? He means it. Yeah. He's not so proud that when Hana berates him for half an hour at the end of the episode in front of everybody... He's going to push back because he's just... His self-worth seems like it's Very low. precipitously low. Yeah. Um, anyways, I one thing I wrote during this scene is that Vivi's like finger-wagging at her housemates is insufferable. I'm over it. <laughs> it's like, we get it. You wanted to go on the trip, but you couldn't. And now you have <laughs> to like insert yourself into the drama. <laughs> Do you think that's it? Yeah. She's like trying to insert herself into the situation. Even mm. with like... The costume incident. Yeah. Vivi was like crying. I'm like, why are you crying, honey? No, totally. And I guess we could just talk about the costume incidents because that is the it's the namesake of the episode. Um, just when you think things can't get worse, it, it always gets worse. It always does. It, like Kai's had a rough. I, I honestly, if you'd ask me at the ten minute mark, who in this episode like had the roughest time of it, I would have said Kai because it opens with him being shit talked, but then it escalates. So the way we find out about the incident is there's this conversation between Yume and Hana. Hana's crying. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was like the dam breaking over the Kai stuff where she was just finally letting loose and being like, I'm so sad that this fell apart. Yeah. And then she pulls out the clothes. <laughs> like uh, a dog costume. Bro, when she... <laughs> when I laughed just now, I could hear her in my head being like, what, do you think this is funny? I know. What are you laughing at? It, it sounds like what happened is she left them in the washing machine before the Kyoto trip they got back from the Kyoto trip and then Kai washed his clothes, didn't look in the washing machine, threw his clothes in and washed hers on his settings and his settings and probably involved, they didn't say this, but like warmer hot water and then a <laughs> yeah, hot drying hot. session, mm-hmm. which caused it to shrink. So that does mean that he, because he had to transfer the clothes into the dryer. Mm-hmm. So he definitely saw that her clothes were in there and mm-hmm. he just definitely intentionally dried them, even if he didn't intentionally wash them again so what let's say you're kai and you accidentally put your clothes in the wash when hers were already in there mm-hmm. um and you see that her clothes are mixed in with yours mm-hmm. do you what are you supposed to do at that point 
I think if it was her costume, I would I would leave the costume in the washer because I don't want to dry it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because you I, know that you can't just dry stuff. Right. I've I've lived with enough of girls in my life to to know that, but I don't think Kai has. Right. Or I I don't know. He probably just doesn't think that far yeah. ahead. I think that he thought he's like, oh shit, her stuff was in here too. Well, I'll do her a favor and dry all of it. Yeah, probably. That's that's part of what makes this whole thing hard to swallow is that it grows from from Yuman Hana talking about this to the whole house sitting around the dinner table. Um, Vivi. Hana comes downstairs and just looks pissed and won't say a word. <laughs> and then Vivi is asking, you and I both picked up on this, these like conspicuously perfect questions of like, what? Like she's like a like an actor in a in a porno. Yeah. So she's like, what? Hey, Hana, what's what's wrong? Like, yeah. what, uh, is everything okay? What happened with your uh, with your clothes? What about the group text we were having? Oh yeah, that costume cost over a thousand dollars. It felt like she had been like yeah. coached on what to say. Yeah. Or I I can almost believe that Vivi is just that kind of person that mm. she already knew what to say without even having yeah. coaching oh, oh i don't think hana instructed her to do it i just think she was like i'm being helpful i yeah. have to be the, the the center of all conflict resolution in this house because yeah. i'm perfect and kind of it was a really weird conversation it, like it, a roundabout conversation where hana didn't directly talk to kai even though she should have just done that too mm-hmm like, in that way, she was being kind of disrespectful to Kai because she was, like... She chose a public humiliation. Yeah, yeah, instead of just talking to Kai directly. Yeah. Well, and also, like, the, the elephant in the room that I almost needed to hear the peanut gallery say to internalize is that Hana's not without blame in this situation. Yeah. Like, someone... I don't remember who it is, but somebody in the peanut gallery says, like, if these costumes are your life... Mm-hmm. Why did you leave it in the washing machine for like four days? Like, yeah. It, it's, it, I guess it's like, if this is so precious to you, if these were a thousand bucks and your whole existence revolves around them, maybe you should treat them with as much care as you want others to. Yeah, totally fair. She wanted to like put the blame on Kai because she was already mad at him. It's one of those rare situations where it's almost nobody's fault or everyone's fault or something. It, there is no clear, as much as Hana wanted there to be a clear, like, uh, perpetrator, there kind of wasn't. I don't think, I also don't think Kai should have to pay a grand. I, first of all, that's like a year's salary for a failing stand-up. <laughs> like, that's... Like, it, she really expects him to pay a grand? That's crazy. I don't think she does, but... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, who was it who it's... said that, let's, like, we should all pitch in? Was it Vivi? She was like, let's all pitch in to pay for this? Like, that'd be sweet, but also it's like... I mean, Kai's already been shamed into never wanting to accept any financial aid from anyone ever again. Yeah, they almost, like, the way this episode went, Kai would look like a piece of shit if he didn't muster up a grand, even mm-hmm. though it's, like, actually not his fault. It's, it's fucked. He did stick it in the dryer, though, which he shouldn't have. Cause... Yeah, but I mean, like... I, it seems like there was never a conversation in the house of her being like, hey guys, just so you know, these costumes were a bajillion dollars. They were custom made just to fit my body and they have to be washed and dried on cold and tumble dry or else they get destroyed. Like if that was the case, then that would have come up. But Hana was never like, we talked about this. She was just, she kind yeah. of expected him to know better. It's a hard thing. That's one of those hard things about having roommates. Totally. Especially know? six people living together who don't know each other. Yeah. 
She definitely just needed somewhere to throw her anger, though. It felt like she had just... It's like her costume got hit, got run over by a car, and she needed to blame somebody. Like, yeah. this, this tragedy happened, and it was really... Her anger had to be directed somewhere. And, and to be honest... It was bad. It was... Well, for the first four-fifths of it, though, I kind of... I can't explain why, logically, but... I was on her side for some reason. Yeah. When she was breaking down, it just, she was so clearly, it was such a heartfelt, like, anger and sadness. And she was so devastated by the loss of these things. I, when she, I think the most impressive, or the, the, the point that hit home hearts for me was she was like, I was, I performed at the Tokyo Dome. I know. Costumes, <laughs> and they're just, they're ruined now. Like, that sucks. Objectively, that sucks. Yeah, if if it was a debate and there was a judge, then she would have won because she like <laughs> threw all of her arguments out there and yeah. Kai didn't say anything totally. to, to defend said, himself. He said, sorry. Yeah, so all I can say is sorry. But it's like if he had said anything, he, she would have like honestly Torn him punched apart. him. Like she was like so close to physically like There were moments him. where she was like, Stretching her neck yeah. like she was about to suplex somebody. When she like knocked his hat off too, I was like, she wanted to punch his face. Probably the most, and correct me if I'm wrong, the closest thing to physical altercation we've seen between two. Yeah. That, that's the Terrace House definitely. version of a Jersey Shore hair grabbing fist fight in a bar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're just really incompatible people thrown into a house together. True. I mean, has anyone ever turned on somebody else as quickly? as haunted it on Kai. From her going an episode and a half ago, I really like this guy, I could see us dating, it's going really well, to like, it, it must be nice spending time painting and, and leisurely pursuing stand-up. He's a, <laughs> he's a freeloader, he went to Kyoto and only spent 200 yen, all this stuff. Like, has anyone gone from loving to hating anyone this quickly ever in Terrace House? I kind of don't think they have. Well, they did it with Yo. Yeah, that was a, that was a big heel turn. But this was like she went from crush on Rio to not liking them. This is like she was practically dating him to practically fist fighting him. Right. And that I, was pretty scary, dude. I honestly, it, at the end of it, I don't think Kai deserves it. Neither of them are mentally stable. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I just did you come away from this feeling like I felt sorry for Kai at the end? No, I don't think Kai deserved any of this. Yeah, I I think a lot of it was cultural clashing as well. Because oh, it, like, can you explain? Like the members were ragging on him for like leaving his clothes everywhere mm -hmm. at the hotel in Kyoto and how that's like disrespectful. But like, I just. I feel like the things that they expect him to live up to in terms of like pride or like lifestyle or like cleanliness or like however the fuck he does his chores or mm -hmm. like very Japanese ways to show respect. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he understands that that's what that means. Yeah. And like, I, I realize those are things that kind of like have manifested before in my life too. Like, for example, when we went to Austin with our friends, yeah. I noticed that like, when we got a bunch of takeout food, Meryl had like left it all over the counter, like the trash and stuff. And yeah. then she like went upstairs and just went to sleep. <laughs> and like for me, like I had brought Meryl to my friend's house mm. as like a plus one guest almost, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I got mad at Meryl and I was like, you're like a guest here. You can't just leave like your takeout on yeah. their counter. And you attribute that to 
your upbringing and then now that i'm thinking back at it i'm yeah. like well culturally like in japan that'd be like so so rude like my mom would have yelled at me if i did that right but like i don't think like our friends actually cared like anyone actually cared nobody was actually like worried about it no i'm the only one who was like that's disrespectful and i right. think that's something that i like culturally grew up with and you're saying that because kai spent most of his upbringing in arizona in the states with a like a parent that's not japanese yeah a lot of this stuff is just the way he was brought up like he doesn't know he's offending when he does these things he doesn't know it's like disrespectful or like it looks like he doesn't have pride for him to like do a or b you know mm. Maybe. Yeah. No, it's a good, it's a, I think it's a strong case you're making. Because everyone, everyone Japanese seems to be on the same page about his actions. Yeah. And, and Vivi just wants to argue. But. Vivi just wants to argue. Yeah. I, <laughs> and maybe let's, let's talk about Vivi's, Vivi's handling of this scene, man. Because it's like, she, she, her desire to chime in and say to, to Hana, who's clearly like, this is such a fresh wound for her. Vivi can't help but be like, well, you know, it's nothing we can do about it now. Like, you know, look at it this way. And Hana, I mean, I'm, at one point in the episode, I was yelling at the TV to Vivi, like, stop talking. Yeah. S shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, how are you not picking up on this? It. She's probably, she received probably 60% of the wrath that Kai did, maybe 40% of the <laughs> wrath that Kai did, but enough that she should fucking learn a lesson from this. Like, yeah. She. She doesn't need to try to resolve every situation, especially when somebody's venting. Like, you're not going to logically talk Hana into being suddenly calm. Be like, you know what? You're right. I'm happy now. This isn't even Vivi's issue, like, in She's the least. could so. not be less involved. Yeah. Could not be less involved. She wasn't even there when when Hana discovered it. Yeah. That was a that was a Hana Yume scene. Yeah. It, it, she and, and then, like you referred to at the beginning of the episode, when, when Hana... <laughs> tells her to back up and Vivi starts crying and then like storm storms off upstairs and is like I'm gonna go upstairs like this is not just the most professional victim mentality this is not about you Vivi even a little bit I, I actually came away from this way more frustrated by Vivi's behavior this episode <laughs> than by anyone else including Hana poor Kai I know the, the one solace for me is that Kai's everyone else in the house except for Vivi who's I guess crying and Hana, who's furious. Everyone else in the house stayed downstairs. And while they didn't console or absolve Kai of guilt, they did kind of... Try to make him feel better slush. Give him, give him advice. Yeah. You know? And and he was really grateful for it. Like, when Yume kind of let him know other things he's done that bothered her, he was like, arigato. Yeah. And, and even Shion, who did not say a word for this entire fucking scene until the last, like, 10 seconds after everyone had left, it was funny. He didn't say anything at all, but then when he did speak up, it was pretty good advice because he was like, I don't think this is really about this one thing. I think this has been building up with her for a while. And this costume was basically the straw that broke the camel's back, which I totally agree with. Yeah. And then he said like, oh, you can probably solve it by like doing dishes or something weird. Something like contributing more around the house. Like don't just pay her back, but show with through your actions that you're remorseful. I, which I, I think almost feel like they're talking directly about chores, though. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like most of the Terrace House fights are, like, half about chores. <laughs> like, always. This was the most Terrace House fight I've ever seen in Terrace House. Yeah. Like, it was such a classical small incident that gets magnified by uh, chores that have gone undone and people having to live in close quarters. It was so... 
it, it felt like watching a Dragon Ball Z fight scene, even though it was just people arguing about shrunken laundry. Yeah. You pointed something out that I thought was so astute about the, the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it was a very good choice for them to have no music for I that totally entire agree. scene. Because her her yelling was intense. You didn't need to add like a fake sense of drama no. or stakes to it by adding music. Because her intensity, her wrestling caliber intensity was enough dude hana's a lot this is a lot like it's not the end of the fucking world like she's making it yeah yeah like she's making it into like this is costume is as important as my life i think it gave her an excuse to yell at the guy who broke her heart she thinks skimped on their date and isn't doing enough chores apparently. And also apparently DJ's really loud at 9 a.m. <laughs> which we, we didn't know about. So annoying. Uh, I can see that being annoying. I I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I still like Kai more than Hana. Oh, I, I am a, for some reason I came out of this episode like really worried about, about Kai and really on his side. Is there any chance he makes it to episode 40? 40? We're on 38 now. This was 38. Hey, his he's going through so many different issues at once. I think he'll stay for a little bit. I hope he does. Yeah. I'm praying he does. I want that, but he can't he can't leave like this with his reputation in shambles. I just think he doesn't like care. Yeah, unlike Ruka and Rio and these other dudes who are really worried about how they look, I think Kai it feels like he would pass a lie detector test if you asked him like do you care about pride? Do you care about what people think? I think he really doesn't care about that shit. So if he fixes it, it's because he actually feels bad. <laughs> but financially, like, how is he going to move out also? I, he has zero dollars. Zero dollar. I, yeah, it's going to be hard to get an apartment as an American expat with no money in your bank account. I You did you did bring up, maybe this was the last episode and we didn't discuss it, but you did bring up Kai potentially incorporating all of his experiences into his comedy. <laughs> Yeah, that would make his comedy funny mm-hmm. if he actually used these crazy life experiences. In I'm it. just, it's, I can't. I'm trying to imagine it, and all I can imagine is him being like, you know, the the thing about women. Yeah, like, it's, it's like I feel like he would take all the flack he got about being broke and turn it into some very uh, rote entry level bad observational comedy about how women care about whether or not you have money. What I would, like, really love is if he made, like, stand-up from, like, a terrace house viewpoint mm. of, like, how ridiculous it is to be on national television. Yeah, talk about... Like, he, dealing he, with this shit. I don't know why he... I mean, I do know why, but he won't talk about his actual life experiences on stage, it seems like. Yeah. I, he just wants to talk about the premium strawberry shake at Domino's and nothing else. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's going to be his broccoli pasta, though, is that, like, five episodes from now, he has this incredible incredibly funny strawberry milkshake dominoes joke that he's just honed into a perfect gem of comedy i want to hear his dj set (laughs) if it's anything like his comedy i don't know that i do want to hear his dj set (laughs) i think it'd be like deep house trance Mm. arizona university of arizona (laughs) u U of a trance Um, by the way, shout out to Xion for just not being a character in this show. <laughs> I know. What you is, he does nothing. Get, collect that paycheck and say five words an episode, dog. You are fully... You want to talk about... They're talking about freeloaders. I, I think I, I see a freeloader. That's <laughs> true. Like, why did he get casted? Like Six and a half feet tall and... 
big puffy lips. There has to be like a hundred people applying that are like just as tall and like modelish as him though. Like yeah. why him? Nepotism? I know you love to bang that nepotism <laughs> drum. I, you know, maybe he seemed interesting at auditions and one-on-one and his self-tape was really compelling. And then in the actual house, he's too scared shitless to actually interact. I don't know. I want to see him make some actions. I do too. I mean, also, since he got here, the Kyoto trip happened so quickly that we haven't really been in... As audience members, we haven't spent that much time in the house, but... Everyone else has just had too much crazy drama going on. I know. He's probably has like low level drama that in a normal season would. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God. Jesus. We just got to, we were we, we're watching the episode muted as we talk and Hana just grabbed his hat off <laughs> and he like put his arm up to defend himself, probably because he was scared, rightfully so, because she's a fucking professional wrestler. And then she was like, don't touch me. Has that ever happened to you where someone is yelling at you on that level? Like a friend is doing that to you? Not, not, I don't think I've ever been, I've never been through what Kai just went through where somebody's berating you to your face in front of a huge group of friends forever. I would have cried. Like that was like 10 minutes in Terrace House time. So in real time, it was probably like 70 minutes, right? He just, I'm kind of surprised he didn't cry because it was so devastating and embarrassing and then every time she says like don't you have anything to say or like aren't you gonna say something it like makes it harder for you to say anything yeah and when he does say something it's i'm sorry which in her current state only fuels the engine of her anger and makes her mad there's nothing he could have said that would have made her feel better (laughs) totally yeah i i think i think that's true dude so do you think so then we should talk about the cliffhanger then uh Kai's asking, should I go talk to her? Um, it sounds like to, to hear Boss and Xion and you may say it, they're all of the mind of like, don't go talk to her. No. Leave her alone. Talk to her tomorrow. Where do you land on it? Yeah, I wouldn't talk to her. Fuck no. This isn't even about him. This is just her. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't talk to her then and there. What if he went up to the girl's room and said, hey, I know you're furious at me right now, but... I, I will I fully intend to pay you back and I'm I'm really sorry for I totally accept the blame for all this. Would that work or would what would her reaction be? It, it might work. Yeah. It's hard. I can't I can't read her, dude. She's so hot and cold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's nuts. And I, I agree with the diagnosis that this was not just about the costumes. It was a huge like you're right that this is about her. Yeah. She's mourning the death of her really important costumes. She's like taking out her anger on him. But yeah, she's she's taking she's mourning the death of these costumes that are important to her and using it as an excuse to unload months and months mm-hmm. of of uh disappointment and micro like chore related <laughs> infractions on this dude and I just don't know what happens next. I would be too scared like if I was really him in the situation like I would be too scared to go and say anything I would cry I would go to my room and cry Mm -hmm. and then I would probably avoid her for like the next week I don't know that's how I would do it there needs to be I have no I have no clue what happens I don't know what happens next and what's fucking maddening Noelle is that we have to wait seven days to find out we are at long last for the first time ever in my life 
caught up with the week-to-week release of Terrace House. Crazy. Um, the next episode airs epi- April. The next episode airs April seventh in Japan. So we've got six days. Yeah. If you want to watch Terrace House week to week, and and go through what we're going through right now, which I, I gotta admit is a double-edged sword. <laughs> catching up is. I mean, at least we're not waiting three months. You know what? Right? Like. Yeah. Everyone who finishes part three in America as soon as it comes out in April are going to have to wait three months to see the stuff we're seeing now. That's, I couldn't. Right. Yeah. NordVPN.org slash Terrace. That's right. Uh, Use coupon code Terrace and you'll get 70% off of the three-year plan and one month free. Um, We have been using NordVPN to watch this whole season of Terrace House on Netflix using our legitimate American Netflix account. And uh, we're caught up now. And I'm excited that every seven days we have a new episode to look forward to. But I am also bummed that we can no longer binge watch like four episodes a night. I'm curious to see when we'll see like the COVID effects on the cast. Mm-hmm. Slash if they're going to change production methods I, yeah, or what's going to happen know. there. I mean, the thing is, I've stayed pretty unplugged from most Terrace House discussion online out of fear of spoilers. Yeah. Like, I really like that we've managed to stay in the dark this whole season. But now that we're caught up, like, I think it's acceptable to go look at, like... Theories? Yeah, Reddit and stuff like that. And, and oh, now we stuff. can look at their social media without having spoilers. You're right. You pointed out, like, when we were getting close to catching up, you were like, yo, we can follow them on Instagram. I'm going to go on their Instagram. I mean, it, the, the the bummer about it is that the Instagram is still going to be months ahead of the show. So yeah, it it's almost a spoiler in that way. I don't know. I don't think they're allowed to post like direct spoilers though on their mm. social media. That's true. But we have seen like, remember when Rio was like making that face and Vivi wanted to post it? on Instagram and we see her, she's using the story interface to take an Instagram story. Mm-hmm. So at least some of it's real time. Like we'll know who's still in the house. How do you not. know that wasn't on like her close friends though? Eh, it could have been. Yeah. It could have been. But I do think that the Instagram could give us unprecedented insight into who will be gone in two months. And that's. Nah, they're not allowed to. I don't, I doubt it. I just think it'd be a hard thing to hide. If someone's going about their normal daily life, and they're no longer in the Terrace House, and it's clear from their IG stories that they left like a month and a half ago, how could they not accidentally give it away? Oh, I see. It's the problem with stories that that 24-hour window means that they're it's a real time. And that'll be interesting to see. Well, now that we're caught up, we can go full yeah, Terrace House obsessive see. fan mode. Uh, in the meantime, thank you so much for watching. Um, now that we're caught up, you no longer have to tiptoe around spoilers for us, at least until a new episode comes out. And then please give us like a couple days to watch it because we, we might take our time. Um, but if there's anything you want to talk about, I think we should just do like a mailbag episode where we just take questions and, and, and insights that people have. And, and also interesting stuff that we've missed during the past 30 something episodes that we didn't see because we're not on Reddit or Instagram. Like, let us know what Terrace House stuff you want to tell us or surprise us with or hear us discuss. And we will be more than happy to do that. <laughs> Whose Instagram are you on? Someone on Twitter, Natalie008, mm-hmm. showed us the perfume that Dio uses. <laughs> we should get it. Because he answered someone's Instagram question saying, what perfume or cologne do you use? Is Rio going to get a Noel follow in, in April uh, 2020? Depends how fire his IG is. But mm. the cologne is called One Million Cologne by Paco Rabanne. It, looks, it doesn't look like it smells very good, but he... I'm going to start wearing it because, like, all the girls were in love with him. <laughs> <You> t- <laughs> wait, wait. That's why, she, that's why uh, 
That's why Natsumi sent you that is because you said before, <laughs> what cologne is he wearing? Because it's working. Because I need to wear that shit. I love that somebody saw that and was like, damn, Noelle was asking about this. Let me screenshot this for her. That's Thank so... you, Natsumi. Yeah. I'll have to find this <laughs> cologne. Yeah. I think I'm going to go full weird beard, follow all six cast members on the gram. I got it. It's, it's the right thing to do for this podcast. Um, so I want to follow the peanut gallery too. Bro, we can start watching the Yama, the Yama channel content yeah. now. Yeah. This is going to be sick. Uh, we're entering a new era of Terrace House Mafia history. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Please, please, please send us your questions via Twitter uh, at Terrace House Pod. We would love to hear from you. The exact moment where I realized two plus wasn't superior. Him crying, maybe. Oh. Well, let's uh, let's. Are you down to do like a mailbag episode soon where we just take Twitter questions? Yeah, yeah. Well, hit us up uh, at Terrace House Pod, and uh, yeah, we'll do this again. We shall. In seven days. I know. What kind of shit? It was a 40-minute episode. Really?